Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And good morning, dear ones. Rev Frizz with you here. Rev Z on this end. And this is Ministers Talking Shit, episode number 23. And we're calling this Fall is in the Air. Now, number one, folks, what we want you to know is we don't set out to solve anything on this program. Uh, We may give you some ideas and some sparks and some ways of saying, hey, that's where I want to play or I want to take action. I know I find myself inspired to uh, do some things based on these conversations. This is really an Oprah conversation where we look at what's going on in the world, current events, and what we trust is uh, provide a little little perspective, a little spiritual perspective from the New Thought philosophy to support you in, in what we're doing here. So, uh, fall is in the air. We came to this having a, a great discussion this morning, and we're talking school, we're talking football, we're talking politics, we're talking holidays. Z, open us up. Fall is in the air. Well, you know, I think one of the one of the key things for me every time the fall comes in, I get excited about the artistry of life, if you will. Um, because the fall shows all the colors changing and, you know, you get to see this uh, panorama of, of the way things are going, which is kind of like why we're covering this panorama of topics, if you will. And I think, you know, as now we're back into school and, um, you know, now some teams that weren't, well, some, uh, I guess not teams, but uh, conferences in college football are now beginning to say, hey, if you think we want to do it and, of course, the political landscape is always uh, up and down here. And, you know, the other day I went to the store and I saw Halloween uh, costumes out already. And so I think one thing that's on my mind is how do we continue to live and move forward with these things that are normal traditions for this time of year that are now kind of kind of risky um, and I know everybody and including me are looking forward to uh, getting to some semblance of normal and so I think I think it's a great place for us to start and, and I'll just kick off with the schools I, you know last week I dropped my son back off to college and um, we'll see how that uh, unfolds so they had the first week and everything so far looks pretty good um, and uh, but their case, I mean, uh, you know, he's going to school in Missouri and at, at Mizzou, I, I heard something that, you know, a, a large number of football players had been uh, tested positive and, and then I had like, if I'm not mistaken, like 1,100 cases on that campus alone, if I'm not mistaken. But it was a large number and it was like, wow. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting to see where we go in that particular event. Yeah, exactly. And we're seeing it uh, in schools. In, in uh, My kids are in high school and, 
and middle school. So we're seeing cases where they're showing up and they're, we're, we're experimenting, folks. That This is what's happening, right? We don't know. Yeah. And in the New Thought philosophy, I've always been taught some of the most powerful information is what we don't know and in more what we don't know we don't know right <laughs> so we don't really know what the long term we don't even know what the midterm effects of this disease are going to be of this virus are going to be um and i'm not here saying that we're rushing into schools because some school districts seem to be having some success with mm -hmm. hybrid models mm -hmm. uh, with creating it differently some schools seems to seem not to be and sure we're going to hear we're going to hear more of the stories that don't work than we're going to hear of the stories that do work right i encourage you this week keep an eye out for the stories where life is working where we are figuring this out because humanity we're bigger than all of this we can figure all this out we can figure out where um how to hybrid a school or not my eldest is 100 percent online and while he would much rather be in a physical classroom and his school has that option he has also said to me directly i'd rather be safe than sorry here. i'd rather it uh, it would appear that not everybody thinks that way though right right and you know the interesting thing it's it's you know, we, we've heard, uh, and, and we'll get into that a little bit when we get to the politics side, but, we, you know, we've heard about how different schools and universities are, are approaching this different. I mean, like, at my son's school, they're, they're giving students tests every two weeks. Um, you know, which, I mean, you know, kids are going to be kids, especially in college, but that is a, that goes a long way to say, hey, we're serious about this, and, and we're setting up the means to make it happen and and so you know i i wish we could have come up with a, a even if it was a baseline national approach to how we do this at the university and at the uh elementary and 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 upper l you know platform i mean it's just it's you know so now you got everybody doing their own thing uh, it may or may not be based on sound reasoning or it may or may not be based on sound uh, approaches to uh, dealing with pandemics. And now it's helter skelter. Right. I've seen this thing. There's a meme floating around, right, that uh, March had a Friday the 13th and a full moon at the end of the month and a switch and the time and we switched the time the time hourly thing, you know, daylight savings to daylight wasting time, whatever it is. Uh, and that's going to happen again in October. Right. Right. And maybe that's the quote, great reset. Maybe that's the end of this reset, this reboot thing we're going through. Yeah. You know, what that implies, folks, is that we're going to go back to where we were, that somehow we're magically going to roll back the clock and we're going to roll back the clock to February and we're going to do this differently or we're going to roll the clock back to next last October and we're going to and there's just been way too much that's been revealed in the last six months right. way too many stories about um, our leaders 
and in my opinion, their complete disregard for the, for the population of the United States. We're, anybody listening from outside the U.S., we take that, right? That's a different account. But here in the U.S., from my perspective, our leadership has failed us miserably in this yeah. one. Yeah. And, 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 and when you look at, you know, you, you talk about that October thing, I just, you know, there's two full moons this month, this year in October, that one on the first one on the, at the beginning and one at the end. So that'll, that will be interesting to see how people play that. Uh, but I think also the next thing that, that, that's going to be on the horizon, you know, we've had one week of, uh, NFL football, a couple of weeks of college football, um, I, I must admit I'm a football fan, so I, I can't uh, I can't deny that I've I've enjoyed watching a little bit of football. Now uh, my son used to play, my grandson played, so it's uh, it, it's something that I enjoy. But you know now they're starting to investigate whether we're going to let fans back in the stadium on college campuses to watch some of these games, albeit not a full stadium, um, but you know, it, it will be it will be young people celebrating and having a good time at these games. And so it, it'll be interesting. Um, the Big Ten now has decided after they said they weren't going to play. Now they're going to start up in October. So that's going to be interesting to see how that all works out to see if any other uh, conferences join suit that have opted out or any team, I guess. Once a conference opt out, you in that conference you can't play as an independent team. But uh, so it's going to be interesting, and that's going to and and of course in the NFL they've already started kneeling and doing not coming out for the anthem. So that's going to stir some politicians um, and some some people who who don't agree with that approach of drawing attention to different social issues. So we're going to have an interesting fall from that perspective as these games go on. And colleges begin to play more and kids go more and get, you know, that whole thing is going to be interesting. Yeah. And we do see some concerns showing up in high school football. I heard a story I was sharing with you earlier. I heard a story recently of a high school team in North Carolina, Friday night game. And um, early next week, 16 members of the team test positive for COVID. Um, Did they have it when they played Friday night? We don't. Again, folks, we don't know what we don't know. Right. And yes, we have to get back. Yes, we have to move into what's coming next. And that includes football and holidays and sports. And um, yes, you know, that second full moon in October also happens to fall on, fall on Halloween this year. So, um, and I've already heard, you know, okay, there's no trick-or-treating this year. Which to me is like, oh, I could I could wipe down the candy wrappers when I got home, but um, <laughs> I, don't, I, I like stealing Snickers bars from my kids. What can I tell you? Uh, they they've learned they can bribe me with those Snickers bars. But uh, ultimately, folks, everything we've known is going to be done differently in the future. Yeah, from school yeah. to football, all the way along. And, you know, and, and, and just the whole, you know, I'm, I'm waiting to see, haven't heard a whole lot of uh, pushback on not having Halloween, but I can't even imagine people with masks going to people's houses that 
uh, opening doors and handing candy and, and you know, the, doing the traditional trick-or-treat, even if it's in a neighborhood that you live in and that you know, who, I mean, how would you contact trace that, right? Uh, I went Halloween in my neighborhood. I went to my friend's neighborhood, uh, you know. We hit about 50 houses in a couple of hours or whatever, and oh my goodness, yep. it would be a complete disaster, um, I think, anyway. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, 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 and let's just be honest, I get it. You know, we've been through six, seven months of, uh, of being quarantined, and we're a little stir-crazy, and, you know... Uh, and ex- now moving into the holiday season when it's merrymaking and family time and giving reverence and those kinds of things, um, we, we, we really have to figure out how we are going to uh, do these things because we do need them. We, didn- we need all of these holidays and events because it helps us be integrated into society. But we have to figure out a way to be safe. And for those who are more of a risk taker than others, those, we shouldn't criticize those who say, well, I, I just don't want to participate. And that's what's happening now. I mean, there was a, there was a, a, a video I saw yesterday, I think it was of a group of people at a target in Walmart. Uh, I mean, in Fort Lauderdale, walking around the store, taking their masks off saying, don't you feel freedom? Take your masks off so you can breathe. And I mean, you know, we haven't heard about any cases <laughs> from that, but, you know, these mass protests where people are walking into public places, taking off their masks is, you know, it's kind of risky, kind of scary. Right. It's, we've politicized public health at this point, and that's, I, I keep drawing, I keep looking at this perspective from um, our Asian neighbors, Korean, Japanese, they, they have an outbreak of something they don't understand, and, and none of them have a problem wearing masks. Right. And none of them have a problem wearing masks day in, day out, all day long, da-da-da, Now, that is a much smaller, much tighter-knit community culturally than America has ever been. Yeah. M- much more willing to uh, work together to find a solution. Where, from my perspective, America, we've always been a lot more... Um, my way or the highway and uh and if anything i think this this pandemic has called all of us not just america but across the planet because there are other countries that are having these problems that we are there's other countries going through fascist regimes that are attempting to be turned into dictatorships in their country and there's others that are going through all this kind of stuff and they have a tendency to work together. Yeah. I don't see that in America today and I want to see more of it. I want to um I want to find those avenues where we can have conversations rather than arguments. Um and and, and you know the good thing uh about this season uh that I that I anticipate I'm starting to do it now is you know you, there's normally two seasons for uh cleaning up and going through stuff and getting rid of stuff spring and fall right nope. <laughs> uh, so right now we're in the fall and people are preparing for the for the winter and so they're starting to get rid of things that they don't need and starting to check things out in the house on the car and uh 
all you know all manner of uh living if you will yep. to make sure that those things that no longer serve or or that you've replaced or, or and that are still in good working order that you pass that on or you get rid of it if it's not useful anymore and that you replace or make different approaches to how you're going to do things and so i think now is that perfect time now i know that we have great economists and statisticians who are going to look at schools and sports and politics and holidays they're taking the statistics now and they're going to be looking at different approaches of how we can make this better for next year if the pandemic is still around at the same level it is right now so you know that's a good thing but i think you know because because you know now of course we're going to have people who poo poo uh, uh, challenge the statistics and of course we can always do that but but it's a great starting place it's a great place to begin to say now why can't we just come together a little bit and let's look at the data the data is not politicize it on any of these things and begin to see what what approaches in school are working what approaches to sports are so working so people don't get sick uh how do we begin to take some of the the venom out of politics and and begin to celebrate our holidays so we can reconnect as one big global family yeah you know yeah uh, you just struck something in me we're, we're what roughly 45 days from the election here in the united states in the old days there was an election and i hadn't realized and then everybody got together for thanksgiving and figured out how we were going to work together yeah now we all just get together at thanksgiving and fight about who won or who didn't win <laughs> what yeah it's and i i, I mean I, I realize folks there has been an erosion of the public's trust for politicians <laughs> excuse me there has been and and this isn't just in the last three to four years mm -hmm. this been going on for a long long time some might say ever since we brought politics onto tv since the invention of the TV, politics has has moved down a road where we're more interested in making the other guy wrong, making the other gal wrong, rather than presenting viable policies, than presenting good ideas, than than working together to find a common a solution that fits both sides of of the spectrum, that fits both parties. We used right. to do that. It, it used to take us a lot longer, but we used to get things done in that regard. Now, we have, in my opinion, unfortunately, we've fallen into a, a politics of obstructionism. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you know, I I was watching a couple other political events they had last night, town hall, whatever, and more and more it appears that you know. A small amount of time is uh, put on issues and policies and programs, and it seems to be this whole thing about how do we belittle or how do we uh, attack the character of the person uh, who's making a statement. And if you made a statement 20 years ago uh, that, you know, they still want to hold you to that. Now, I get that, but the things I thought about 20 years ago and did 20 years ago, I, I, most of those things, if not all of them, I don't do anymore. 
I don't think that way anymore um, because I got more information. I got more experience. And, and yes, you can say he flip-flopped. But, of course, uh, I used to not like to do X. I did X, and I got horrible results. I don't do X anymore. Uh, so, you know, how do we begin to, to get beyond some of that stuff and begin to say, hey, it's okay to have different of opinion. It's okay to see things from a different lens. Now let's get together because I don't see it all. You don't see it all. Let's figure out what's best for everybody and work through this. And that used to be the bipartisan way, right? We, we would yeah. have our, we would have our different previews and we'd come together and try to give everybody a different perspective and then make what's best for the people. Not sure that's happening right now. In 20 years of studying the new thought philosophy, one of the primary things I have learned is it is never A or B. No. There is, it is always the solution. To, and it's been said, right? There's a spiritual solution to every human problem. Yes. And that solution is 99.9% .9 of the time is a both and solution. Mm -hmm. We keep looking at our problems and our, and our challenges from a your way, my way, A, B, pop, red, blue, purple, we we need more purple. We meet, need more purple states. The hell with this red and blue state stuff. We need purple states, states yeah. that say yes. And Colorado, we live in Colorado. It's a great example. We have very urban areas and we have very rural areas. And we are very much a very purple state. I don't want to try to swing one state to my side or swing one state to your side anymore. Let's get everybody to move towards that center place yeah. where uh, where we can be purple together. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's, you know, the more I look at some of this stuff and 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 see how vehement it, it is in terms of one side against the other. And it's only going to get get more intense as we as we move closer to this November 3rd day. Right. It's like I don't I don't quite understand how you know we're supposed to be one of the most educated and most you know sophisticated and advanced countries in the world some would say we are the most right and for us to still sit and squabble about things that are pretty obvious uh and then political i mean you know there's a political thing going on out 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 west with the fires right uh you know thousands of acres millions of acres of land are being burned thousands of homes lives are lost and you think that's something to be politicized it's like really um where's the empathy where's the sympathy uh you know um and and i guess you know if we look at the spiritual perspective it's a great opportunity for those who really care and for those who understand that there is a interrelated process going on here of life all those trees and stuff that just got burned that's going to mess with some oxygen right um so you know there's going to be a little less oxygen floating around in the air when those trees go away and more carbon when them things burn up and and we we have to begin to look at this uh integrated symbiotic relationship if you will between us and the planet we live in or on or however you want to frame it right there's we're straying a little here folks but you know that's the nature of this program there's no question in my mind and i've seen headlines that, that agree with this 
The fires in the western United States today are direct, are red flags of indicators of climate change. And we've politicized climate change and we have uh, made it in us versus them type of situation. And now we're living with the consequences of that. And now it's not a norm. It's not unnatural for California to have a pretty extensive wildfire season. They got a lot of grass that dries up. Not all of this is big, huge, old growth forests. Yes, there's been some of that, but a lot of the fire is grassland and prairie land and that sort of thing. However, what used to be a fire season now is never ending. Right. California has 24 7, 12 months a year going on a few years now where we've they've been in complete fire season for a few years running that points that's a one of the one of the flags i was taught was <laughs> we've got storms coming into the gulf twice now we've had two storms in the gulf of mexico at the same time and our hurricane season's getting longer i i don't want to try to prove climate change here today right what we're saying is it is the politicization, politicalization of these issues that isn't getting us anywhere. Right. We're right. not doing anything other than crying in our milk over these fires. We can't go sweep the car, the forest. It's not about forest management. This is about waking up to the fact that we all have to get together and work together to do what we can to alleviate, to mitigate the damage that's been done in regard to climate change. Yeah. And, and, you know, uh, 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 that's, again, you know, as we move into this fall season, uh, you know, that's going to that's gonna uh, uh, increase because the fire season in, in, in California officially hasn't even started yet. It's about to start. Um, and we're already at this place, you know, and, and I can't wait to see the satellite images because I know they're taking the satellite images of this whole thing. To, to get a glimpse of, of what what has happened uh, again not dealing with, with with climate change but it is part of the political part here that's being politicized politicized rather um, that I saw the other day up in Greenland there was a piece of an iceberg that broke off uh, that was the size it, it either the size of New York or twice the size of New York that has now floating out into the water. Um, so it, it indicates that now it's getting hot enough for big chunks of, of glaciers to fall off. And then now they're going to change the water, the water content or, 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 or the uh, amount of water that we're dealing with here. And so it's like we've said this before uh, and, and, and we're going to talk about it more on another program. Personal responsibility and, and is where we have to take this stuff in the fall you know right now people are starting to say okay let me get my leaves off my roof let me clear my gutters let me cut my leaves my trees back uh let you know all these things that have to be done we have to take a personal responsibility whether we do it or not whether i call the tree guy to come cut my trees or i try to do it myself there's an action personally that i must take and as we look at these subjects, school, sports, politics, and holidays, we, excuse me, individually have to begin to say, what is my personal responsibility to make these things safe, fun, enjoyable, and beneficial for everybody? Yeah. 
well, there you go, folks. I taking that personal responsibility. And one thing I know Z and I have in common here is one of the greatest things you can do is vote. Yes. I, well, I could tell you who to vote for, but I could tell you how to vote, but we are going to tell you vote. If you've never voted before, now is the time. If you voted every year, make sure you get there this year. If you're a little hot, I don't know, I'm not real happy with the candidate, you have to vote. And you have to vote for the people you best believe represent a, a movement forward. Who's going to take us forward through this? Yeah. Who's going to support the population in finding the cure, finding the, the vaccine, finding whatever is necessary to, for us to move forward and continue to grow into who we came here to be? Mm-hmm. Vote, yeah. vote, vote. Vote and, and, and begin to have good, meaningful, insightful conversations about these topics so that, so that we can begin to share ideas and come to some common ground so that everybody can participate and enjoy this thing called life. Yeah. Yeah. Get off, the, get off your social media. I shouldn't say that we're on social media. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Minimize. But uh, dis be discerning where you yeah. get your information. Be discerning where you get your news. Uh, check in. If you see a story and it doesn't feel right, chances are it's not. You see a story and it really, really resonates, it possibly is. But do a little fact checking. Do a little background. Hey, um, you know, there's... There's a ton of different fact-checking sites. Whether you believe who controls what or what, check out a few of them. Yeah. Uh, and then let your voice be heard this fall through the vote. Yes. Well, you know, here we are. Half hour there. We've done it again. Another episode of Ministers Talking Shit. Thank you so much to the New Thought Media Network for bringing this forward. And thank you to all of the listeners and viewers of New Thought Media for your gifts, your tithes, your contributions, your financial donations, those dollars go a long, long way to keeping this type of program on the air and all the new programming that we have coming forward in the future for you as well. So thank you for being with us this morning. Please check back a little later for morning prayers. I, I'm not sure who's scheduled today, Z. I don't know if it's you or I, but... Yeah, I don't uh, know. <laughs> that means, it's probably, means it's probably not either of us. So... Uh, <laughs> Thanks for being with us, folks. We'll be back again next week. Until then, peace and blessings. Yep. Love, light, and insight. Peace. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings.